What's cracking, everybody, and welcome to episode 240 of the Good Cracking Podcast. I am one of your resident hosts today, Ernell Pearson, alongside Baby Boy. We got him, baby, is Good Cracking's very own DJ <laughs> DJ, how are you on this lovely Saturday, my friend? Dude, I'm doing good. I got my coffee. I got a coffee, uh, and I'm just sipping, talking to you. Uh, Feels good, just, man. Feels you know, good. Dodge JPEG. Yeah, dude. I'm. My I just you know done with the first week of classes. Uh, definitely, definitely. There's one class where I'm like, nah, I might struggle. Got to hydrate from Esco. Mm. Yep. Mm. Mm. Um, what do you What are you drinking? I, over I'm there? I saw that, I saw that I'm fast up. food cup. What did you have for breakfast? Uh, no, this is just coffee. I, I just have these cups. Oh, around. okay, 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 uh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm reminded I'm a, a mass communication major because every class that I went to so far was like, there's an assignment having to do with LinkedIn. And I fucking hate LinkedIn. I absolutely Don't despise LinkedIn. I actually got hacked. It. My LinkedIn account got hacked by some Chinese hacker that changed my profile pic, changed my bio, uh, made themselves into like this this uh, into a, a, this Chinese woman who started making like they removed all my connections and started connecting with like some oil CEOs and shit like that. And I'm like, <laughs> like. And started messaging them like like Hey, can we blah 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 like networking? I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> and like, they set the language to 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 Mandarin, and so I would get emails in Mandarin. Like when I had to reset my password, I couldn't see what the fuck it was. I was like, I can't. I don't know what link I'm supposed to click on. So that's how you um, got so good at the Bing Shilling thing. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. And um. No, I just hate LinkedIn. It's like the biggest. It's biggest circle jerk. I fucking. I hate I hate that I had to make one. I had to make one for work, and it's just it's just it's so fucking annoying. It's not it's even so it's not even like a, a a good place to to find jobs anymore. It's literally another social media website, dude. It's literally yeah. Like and yeah. it's like the most like with Instagram, I can understand like why you can be fake. You know what I mean? Right. But LinkedIn, it's like that overperformance of professionalism that just turns into pretentiousness that turns into just fucking jerking each other off like oh my god like i'm so happy you got this opportunity that you're gonna do great i'm like you hate each other i don't understand like like you, you don't give a fuck you don't care let's <laughs> go in chat i'm happy to announce that i got promoted <laughs> Yeah, like I'm happy. Yeah, like I'm happy to to join the great team at blah 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 company and and, and work to build a, a future within this field. Like, shut up! Like, please shut up! <laughs> shut so up! I man. don't care. Nobody cares. None of your connections care. I promise you. Well, speaking uh, of work, though, I got a new uh, roommate recently, um, oh, and yeah. he's actually uh, chilling. Right, uh, right behind me. So, so what's up, Scooter? Oh, Scooty. Yeah, he uh, he works in the back for me. Um, he hands me anything. Don't you I mean need. he works in the front? Cause like that's that's the he works. True, the actually, cashier. yeah, no, that, that that is. You're fair. in the that's back. Fair. Technically, you're in the back. 
Yeah, um, yeah, I'm cooking. Get your lore right, dude. This guy, this guy's fumbling. Yeah, I know. This I'm guy sorry. doesn't know SpongeBob. Yeah, Squid, Squiddy's been, he's been, he's been kicking it. He's been it looks kicking sick, it. Though, yeah, dude. It looks like it's actually imprinted into the like, like that's actually. I know, real. dude. I, like, I, yeah, <laughs> it's so sick. <laughs> it turned out <laughs> real good, dude. For, for, for our audio listeners, uh, behind Ernell, it's a, a portrait of Squidward looking like uh, when he turns around to, to talk to SpongeBob <laughs> from the fucking window, uh, which is sick. It's it like, looks it's, sick. It it's looks dope. Really I, so I, cool. I saw it on Amazon. I was like, yeah, I got to get that. That's on Amazon. How much was it? Ten bucks. Let's fucking go. Ten bucks? Ten bucks, dude. Ten yeah. bucks for that? That, look, that That's a steal for ten bucks, to be fair. Yeah, man. Uh, twi- Twitter.com slash uh, Fat Kid Deals. Y'all got to... Y'all go check out Fat Kid Deals on Twitter because he he be putting out those prices. I'll tell you what, those steals. There's something in my eye and it's like bugging the shit out of me. Is it your glasses? <laughs> I hate you so much. I know you. Know. I'm gonna let you know that right now. <laughs> if you if you want to take a second, I can kind of do our intro if you if you need to. If you yeah, no. You can. All right. right uh, well, while DJ is doing that, this is the good cracking podcast your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news reviews and discussions that you may or may not want to see uh <laughs> live every tuesday at 7 p.m and saturdays at 12 p.m uh if you're on this wave you can head on over to our discord channel where you can submit questions to topics of the show get exclusive post-show content and soon have early access to episodes before they go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea <laughs> what? <laughs> hey DJ, what's up, dude? <laughs> what's up, Ernell? Hey man, uh so if you've emptied your pockets for the latest and greatest in entertainment, that is totally fine. Uh you can watch us record the show live right here at twitch.tv slash show. Uh if you have Amazon Prime, you also have Twitch Prime, DJ. <laughs> Prime Gaming. And uh, we would love for you to give that to us to help keep us pushing content out for all of you that are listening or watching at home. But you can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. Review. DJ. What's up? We have some captain's orders, my friend. So speaking of what Esco's talking about, uh, that's DJ's brother, Viet Dong. Um, sorry <laughs> about the uh, the mishap with Shipwreck Show, y'all. Uh, so DJ recorded that episode. He accidentally had a second channel uh, for, for the Discord audio in it there. It sounds good on my end, like in, in my file, Explorer. So uh, I don't, I don't no, no, no. I, right. And I, like, I was listening to the raw video, and for whatever reason, that sounded fine. I don't know if it just doesn't play second channels via media players or something like that but it does when you export it i don't know but uh i got it fixed we got it taken care of we had to take it down at first and then i got it re-uploaded and it is out as of this morning if you're watching live uh if you're not watching live it is out you can go check that out um and jesus christ you guys <laughs> jesus, it was jesus a funny ep- it was christ episode. Like, y'all, that was that was a hilarious episode firstly i am annoyed you guys did all the questions because now i have to find three questions for next week instead of only two <laughs> and then secondly y'all were cooking with those stripper names dude y'all were fucking dude, i was like I was, I was surprised I was the, like, the the fucking heck? the hoochie men thing had me fucking 
dying. That was that was fucking hilarious. Because <laughs> you were like, my my dad's gonna disown me for two different reasons. <laughs> <And> I, was, <laughs> I knew exactly what you were putting button down for right there, dude. It was fucking yeah, great. No, man. like it, it, it was. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was it was a good episode. You got you guys at home need to check that one out. It was it was a solid piece of content. So uh you guys can catch that over on youtube.com slash so goodcracking show or your podcast service of choice. Uh but here on twitch.tv slash goodcracking show, uh next Tuesday for our following uh good cracking podcast, uh we are doing our MCU phase two official ranking. So what we're doing is um we are ranking the phase two movies along with our phase one rankings that we did some months back. Uh, and we're going to each uh, each quarter, we're adding on another phase for the MCU until we are all caught up on ranking all the MCU movies uh, together so we have a comprehensive MCU list. Um, and then after that, we can probably talk about, you know, adding on the shows, the Disney Plus shows um, onto that content as well. Uh, so we have a full MCU ranking, generally speaking, uh, that you guys can look at and uh, we can, you know, catch it on there. And then uh, lastly, and I didn't put this on the captain's orders, uh, but um, it I, I want to get a heads up on talking about it. So you guys more than likely know about Letterboxd. Um, which is an app that you guys can, you know, download on your phone. It allows you to sort of like rank and like review movies and stuff, you know, as a sort of like social media platform, people can see what your rankings are for movies and ratings for different movies. There is one for video games as well called GG app. Um, and you can get on your phone. It's literally the exact same thing, but for video games. Um, and Good Kraken is going to be on both of them. So right now I'm getting things set up for us to be able to be present on there. Um, so you guys can see our rankings and reviews on different movies and video games um, along with yours. And uh, so that way we can kind of touch some base and you guys can get some coverage on extra stuff um, without us having to talk about it directly on content. So um, it's not quite perfected yet but you will be able to catch us on there it will be good cracking show just like it is everywhere else uh so be prepared for that we'll let you guys know once we're ready to pull the trigger um anyways let's get into what we're here together for today dj because we have a hell of a conversation ahead of us uh dj what are we doing next for the people at home well for the people at home you know it's, mm. it's always great to practice safety Mm. and um, mm. take care of your well-being. Yes. And by that, I mean they have to protect the neck. Protect the neck protect because we're going the to the gallows. Okay, so today for the gallows, me and DJ are talking Gran Turismo, our official spoiler-free review. Oh, boy. We're going to get into this, mm -hmm. guys. Uh, we have lots to talk about. So based on the unbelievable, inspiring true story of a team of underdogs, a struggling working class gamer, a failed former race car driver and an idealistic motorsport exec who risk it all to take on the most elite sport in the world. Released initially on August 11th, 2023, uh, which they actually did a limited release for some IMAX screenings in 32 different markets across the country. Um, and then they did they delayed the full release to August 24th, which was the other day, which is why we're reviewing this now. Um, so directed by Neil Blomkamp, 
um, who has done District 9, Chappie, and Elysium. Uh, all fucking wonderful movies. Wonderful yeah. fucking movies. Uh, this guy just kills it time after time. A uh, budget of $60 million in a box office internationally so far of $22.6 million. Uh, it most definitely is going to hit that 60 mil. I, I promise you it's going to hit that 60 mil. Um, and a runtime of two hours and 15 minutes. Um, the Bechtel test is a measure of the representation of women in film and other fiction. The test asks cheekily whether a work features at least two women who talk to each other about something other than a man for more than one minute of screen time. Uh, question here, does Gran Turismo pass the Bechtel test? It does not. Oh. <laughs> Definitely does not. Uh, there's like maybe three there's women. Like, there's like three women and... And they don't um, interact for a majority of the movie. <laughs> totally. Uh, their total screen time is like five minutes. Like, literally. <laughs> all three of them combined to five minutes of screen time. Sure. Uh, literally, dude. It's fucking... Yeah, Jesus Christ. Um, some fishy facts for you guys. We'll call it that. We'll call them fishy facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Yan Martinborough uh, plays a stunt double in the film for the actor who portrays himself. Uh, so, yeah, the story is about Yan Martinborough's story. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they got him to be a part of the movie, which is actually pretty damn cool. Um, many of the film's racing sequences were shot with the Hungaroring in Hungary, <laughs> standing in for various different circuits. Most notably, oh, geez, guys, I'm going to make a save again. The, the Hung- Hungaroring. Hungara ring. ring. Okay, I got you. Thank you, sir. Uh, the Hungara ring stands in for Silverstone during the GT Academy sequences. Uh, the drivers drive the circuit in reverse in an attempt to mask the real location, as well as Le Mans, um, where several of the Hungara rings uh, <laughs> distinctive corners are used. The final corner being most noticeably different to the real life layout of the circuit, uh, De La Sarth, in spite of the addition of set dressing and digital backdrops to obscure its location. So to translate that for those of you that don't understand car speak, um, they used one place and flipped the way people were driving around this one place to make it look like another place. And they did that with multiple yeah. different locations. In in the movie they're 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 racing on different circuits. In real life yes. you're racing on different circuits, but they're yes. they're at just one circuit that they digitally altered yeah. in some areas to make it look like which which they did a good job on. They they did they did a good job of altering it. Yeah, noticeable sometimes. But yeah, every every um, here and there. But that's if you're like really kind of zoning in on like paying attention yeah. to this shit, you know. Um, well, I mean, sometimes sometimes you have to pay attention to this. <laughs> sometimes the movie sometimes the movie just uh, makes you pay attention to those things. <laughs> We'll get there. We'll get there. Orlando Bloom's character, Danny Moore, is inspired on the real-life Darren Cox. Uh, Cox is a former Nissan Europe executive who in 2008, excuse me, uh, founded GT Academy to help Sony PlayStation for that racing, for that racing gamers could have a chance to become professional racing drivers. Um, And then, although the Gran Turismo movie has been in the works at least as far back as 2013, uh, Yan was approached in 2017 about the concept of the film being based on his experiences. When they asked him, he questioned, why me? And also, he didn't believe it, because they said maybe there's a chance the movie's going to be made about him, the key word being maybe. 
And then lastly, uh, former Spice Girl Jerry Hallowell uh, is in a real is in real life married to Christian Horner, who is team principal of the Formula One racing team Red Bull. Uh, after her marrying in 2015, she changed her name to Jerry Horner. In the movie, she is credited as Jerry Hallowell Horner. So yeah, the mom, uh, Yen's mom in this is a Spice Girl. Oh, um, yeah, she doesn't she doesn't look it like she she aged. I just uh, thought it was a random actor. Yeah, I know, right? Jesus Christ! Yeah, just generic mom, uh, mom actor number three. Because yeah. that's that's what she was, <laughs> generic yeah. mom actor number three. Yeah, like, no, she <laughs> nailed it. I'm saying, like, I'm not saying she did a bad job. I'm just saying, you know, I mean, she didn't yeah. do a knock up job either. <laughs> like, she, yeah, I mean, she, she she did the mom no, thing. I mean, she like, it was pretty Oscar you worthy, love. you know. <laughs> you just be safe, you know. <laughs> Oh, that phone, dude, the phone call scene, dude, that, that, that made me mad. That made me mad, but we'll get into that. We'll get into that. <laughs> let's, as a matter of fact, DJ, let's get into it right now, my boy. Uh, DJ, the mm-hmm. big start question here. What were your top-level thoughts of Gran Turismo? Dude, I have so many mixed feelings about this fucking movie. Okay. All right. All right, all right. <laughs> it is, there are, and don't get me wrong, okay, and also a fishy fact is that this movie's full title name is not just Gran Turismo. It's yeah. Gran Turismo colon based, based on, on a, a true, true story. story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is part of the title. So um, that is that. that it, um, and it is very they are very um, I don't know. How do you say it? Uh, I'm trying to think of the word, but they're very. I, I the, the word liberal pops in my head, but it's like they're very liberal with that with that uh with that term based on a true story. They're very um oh they're egregious. They're egregious about it. Yeah, they're, they're like you know lighthearted with it, or like that they just take that based on a true story really hard. You know oh, what I mean? Sure, sure, like, sure. They don't really push that really hard because uh, this isn't like a, a faithful retelling of Jan Martinbro's story. Um, they take a lot of liberties in uh, telling his story and uh, how his life and his like and the narrative is pushed uh, throughout this film. Mm. Um, because uh, is this is not 2008. This is not based in when Jan Modernbro was starting out in his career. Uh, this is based in. Uh, 2023 honestly like (laughs) yeah it it it, it, it's supposed to there's not really a set time period um the the film kind of just leaves it up to you to be like oh this is just happens this is just happening right but this is basically set set in modern times with the with the vehicles that they use the cars the this the even um the setups the 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 gaming setups like that it's all it's all modern all this is pretty modern yeah um but yon modern bro broke out in 2008 in 2007 so that that was like a whole different era especially for gran turismo the video game which uh, barely had hd graphics (laughs) at the time (laughs) you know right right Uh, um, so it this this film mixes me up in a lot of ways because in the beginning of this film, like the first act, this does not feel like a high budget film. 
Right, right, right. There's there's a lot of choices in cinematography that makes it feel like like a student film or like a short film, like an amateur short film, like the the choices in using like like camera shakes in the like point of view shots the perspective all of it seems very like an amateur like rendition of this story like it, it just feels like uh, some type of british short film it looks like it looks like like a cbs like like you know uh <laughs> like production ass film you know um i'm all gray <laughs> and <laughs> but um but the story is sort of there stories sort of start building and as the film is going on um you can't really you can't help but start being emotionally uh, connecting and actually feeling the story and being invested in uh the main protagonist Jan uh and, and his journey through becoming uh, from going to uh, a, a simulation driver uh, that you know plays Gran Turismo, the, the video game, to being a real life racer, um, and there's a lot of like emotional moments that really get at you. Like I caught myself crying to some scenes because some of the voice, like some of the the dialogue work is 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 in writing is is powerful. It's it's yeah. really good and it really shines through, and then. There's like just, it's like those moments that are really great, mixed in with some really good shots, like really good cinematography, and then, but that's also mixed in with really weird choices in cinematography and weird choices in dialogue and uh, voice uh, direction and acting direction that you just kind of scratch your head at because like you're toggling in between. This movie is really good, and I'm immersed, and I'm invested. And then, like a minute later, you're like, "Oh, this is like this is a movie." Like you're brought out of the the immersive experience, and you're like, "This is kind of corny. It's kind of cringy. It's kind of, you know, like what are they really talking about? What are they what are they saying? Like, what do you mean? Like, why are you doing this? Like, you just ask yourself those questions when you get to those moments in those films." Uh, in this film. So that's why I, I'm so mixed up about it because there's there's really good things to say about this film, but there's equally and possibly even more so a lot of things that I question about this film. Like, you know, the choices in cinematography, like I said, and the choices in, in acting direction. It's it's just weird. The setup is the whole setup is weird. Um because <laughs> uh and, and to just to wrap my thoughts up this story is based on a true story of Jan modern bro yes right um it is not a very faithful retelling and i'm glad that he's he's on the project and i'm pretty sure he helped with with you know getting uh you know getting notes to to these actors uh and and how the story is supposed to go but i wished that they uh, like uh who was directing it what's his name neil uh, neil neil blomkamp uh would either lean on it being a faithful retelling or just not you know it, because this film teeters the line a lot and i don't think it works for the film 
because it, it feels like, you know, if you would lean more, if it, it was lean more into Yon, like faithfully retelling Jan's story, I feel like I would have believed it and would have been more emotionally invested because it's like if it's based on a true story, you know, I want to know the truth. I want to know how Jan felt in these moments and, you know, what what's at stake and how these things are, are playing out in his head. Or if you wanted to be more of a, a dramatized, like, re- retelling, then, f- like, lean into the drama. Like, lean into, like, the big set pieces and stuff like that and, like, change the character name so it's not exactly Jan, but it's based off of his story. Like, the script is based off of it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. inspired by his story. Sure, sure. But they, they mix in the realism <clears throat> with the with the, the fiction and it just it just makes you confused. Yeah, that's that's fair. I can I can see where you're coming from. Uh, I want to before I go, I want to get a chance to uh, to read Garrick's right in here because um, he has yeah. some very he similar some thoughts. Um, so Garrick writes in he, he, he watched the movie as well. And he says, based on a true story, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Gran Turismo spends two hours getting you invested into characters that aren't even real. David Harbour is by far the strongest facet of this film, and J- Jack Salter is not a real individual. In fact, neither is Orlando Bloom's Danny Moore. The events don't happen in order in the order that they do in real life, and some events are shown in a light that make the story seem like something it isn't. Namely, that Yan was not the GT Academy pioneer he's painted to be in the movie. Marketing this film as any sort of biopic was a mistake, especially following the release of Oppenheimer. Cringy, cliche dialogue mixed in with the epic speech performances and camera work outside of the cars that felt downright amateur at times, made for a wildly imbalanced viewing experience where one moment you're on the edge of your seat and the next you're actively waiting for the movie to just end. When it isn't constantly reminding you that it's actually an ad for Gran Turismo, PlayStation, or even Sony itself, it does manage to drive home an interesting story that many gamers will connect with and some high-octane race sequences that keep you invested in the stakes of the characters, even if 80% of the main cast are, the, are playing works of fiction. So I'll give Garrick's rating near the end here, um, but I want to make sure that that was very blatantly yeah. understood, that you know Garrick has very similar thoughts. It as, feels as like DJ. an ad in the first act. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 And Guys, I'm using a PlayStation. Like, I'm like, like, what do you, what do you mean? What are you talking <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? Um, so here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. You like this movie. <laughs> this, I, I knew it. I knew. This is one of my favorite movies of the year. What? This is one of my favorite what? movies of the year. Here's it's here's one of your favorite this year, a, the, the, or, this year. Yes, of this year. This is one of my favorite movie experiences. I, look, I'm, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you cook. But like, yeah, hey, hey I, 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 Clark, let me cook. Okay, let me like, let me cook. All right, here's the deal. I think that y'all are letting this be based on a true story uh, sway you a little bit more than it absolutely needs to. Um, I went into this, this. What they put it out as, man. I, no, trust me. I know. I ta- I understand where you're coming from. And by no means am I like <laughs> yeah. doing that to shit on you. Nothing. Uh, yeah. I, I I have the understanding that any movie that says that it's based on a true story or it's inspired by a true story, anything like that, is gonna be bullshit. 
every single one. I don't care if it's Oppenheimer. I don't care if it's Rockstar. I don't care if it's it's Mark Wahlberg in that movie where he's a Philadelphia Eagle football player. I don't fucking care. I don't care. Invincible. That's what it was called. Uh, yeah. I don't care. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. So when I go into a movie that says based on a true story and I know that it's bullshit, I'm going into it just for the movie experience. Now, here's the deal. This movie is a terrible biopic. It is not a good biopic for and because of the reasons that you and Garrick share that it, it just mm-hmm. it does not tell this story faithfully. Um, it definitely exaggerates a whole lot of stuff that happened and moves stuff across the timeline. It changed character names to represent other people. It just it's a, a massive biopic mess. But this is a good movie. This is a good movie. OK, I would argue that this is Top Gun for racing. Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I'm gonna say I, I, it, I, I dog. I'm it. gonna say I it, man. I'm not saying it look, I'm not saying I hated it. The right, movie right, right, I'm just right, saying right. the stuff that I found just was really jarring. You yes, know, for sure. Like, for sure. Like Garrett said, the racing sequences, they're fucking intense. And there's like, a lot of would, them. There's a lot of yeah, racing. A lot of them. It's yeah. good. It's good, but mixing with that, you're like how do, I, how do I take this movie seriously? Now, let me be fair. Okay, let me be yeah. fair. The first act is a mess. It is a big fucking mess. Them trying to kick off this story of how things play about, how it comes into play. They're, they're not moving quick enough. They're trying to explain how he gets into the position that he do, does, but also why he has a relationship with his dad that he does, but also why he has this relationship with his brother, but also why he has this relationship with his mom, uh, why this thing was starting. The first, just a lot of shit we don't fucking need to know about. A lot of shit we don't need to fucking know about. And, like, literally, they could have just focused on the dad thing because, like, Jamon Hansu is incredible yeah, he's, in he's everything so he ever touches. And he's incredible in this. I fucking cried. I fucking cried during yeah, during that, cried. that scene. You know what scene I'm fucking talking yeah, about? I was I like, fuck, scene. man. Fuck, yeah, man. Fuck <laughs> it got me, dude. It got me. And I'm in the theater by myself with a bald white dude and this, like, Mexican lady with her two, like, 10-year-old kids, maybe. And I'm in the way back, the back, back fucking yeah. row, just sobbing. Like, like, like yeah. damn near open mouth sobbing. He fucking kills it in this. David Harbour fucking kills it in this. I wish they would have just focused on his relationship with those two. And Mm -hmm. like they do do that for a majority of the film, specifically with David Harbour's character um, and Archie Medekwe, um, who plays Ian Martinborough for you listeners at home. Mm -hmm. Uh, Their relationship is awesome. Like, their dynamics are awesome. They have really, really good chemistry in this fucking movie, mostly with Archie playing a version of Yan that is this sort of, like, like, like anti-social kid because he's not used to it in that way because yeah. he's just a, sort of a video game geek. It's like, socially awkward. Yeah, he, like, do, he doesn't know how to, like, go about things, and they use that as sort of a... a um, not a key thing, but it is a descriptor of his character throughout the course of the second act uh, where they talk about how he's not good on camera. He's not good with talking to people. He, he doesn't represent this the way that we want him to. My, yeah. my reasoning for feeling like this movie is so much better that I feel like it's going to get credit for is this uses the it's a bad biopic. It's a good movie, but it's an excellent sports movie an excellent sports movie because it utilizes the same sports movie 
cliches and like like formula in a way yeah. that like feels makes you feel invested like even garrick said it yeah the characters are bullshit but it spends two hours making you invested it, like you're still here for these fucking characters. You're like, God, yeah, I know I'm you're like, not I'm fucking still here real, for but it. But I still give a fuck yeah. though. I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still. I'm still watching these races, being like, dog, this is lit. Like, <laughs> like every single yeah. race, I felt the stakes. I felt the pressure. I felt. I felt the sweat beating down from my forehead. Be like, oh fuck, what's gonna happen, dude? Like, is he gonna yeah. get this? And they, they're, they're so creative in how they utilize the, the aspect that this is a video game. This is this 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 is a movie about a person who plays a video game. So it's not it's yeah. it's also a bad video and then they game movie. The, the the movie in it of itself right during the races. So not only like is especially it especially using the Gran Turismo sounds. Yes, like, yes. Which the sound yeah. design of this was actually pretty dope too. It's great. It was fucking really good. Excellent the goddamn sound design of this. So not only is it a bad biopic movie, not only is it a bad video game rendition movie. But it still holds up in every factor <laughs> for me movie. of being a good <laughs> sports good. movie and being a in it's, it's an excellent sports movie, but it's an uh, it's a good movie. And like yeah. for me, like being someone that in genuinely enjoys sports movies, because I I love sports movies, Gridiron Gang, fucking fucking like I mentioned earlier, uh, Invincible. Uh, the blind side, you know, the blind like, it's side, not yeah, a real, I know, unfortunately, it's a real, but yikes, it's a really good movie, but it's not good, dude, exactly, and so, yeah. like, it, like, it, it does follow some cliches, and, but they utilize those cliches, and they elevate them in a way that made me feel like I'm watching my first sports movie, good sports movie, since, like, the blind side, since, like, mm -hmm. remember the Titans, like, it uses those, yeah. like, formulas there in such a fucking genius way of saying like let's just commit to making the ra the racing pieces dope as fuck and let's commit mm -hmm. to like david harbour and archie uh Medekwe just like having a good relationship and people will give a fuck about what's going on here they're gonna forget about the fact that a lot of this shit's exaggerated that like a lot of this timeline shit because like for me i didn't know the whole story of yan martinborough i didn't i knew generally that some things are going to be a little bit sloppily placed yeah but going into this because i had zero expectations for this to actually be a good biopic I was like, all right, cool. I can go into this and just watch a fucking movie about racing. And if you look at it from the perspective of a movie about a kid fucking racing, about a kid who's never raced a day in his fucking life yeah. outside of a video game, this movie's hype as fuck. He's, <laughs> it's pretty good. Like, if, if it's in that lens and if it was marketed in that perspective. Yes, right, right, right. Yeah. Which is why I can say that I understand you and Garrick's grievances. Yeah. I can understand where you guys are coming from because, like, it's weird because if you go into this wanting the story of Yann Martinborough, you're going to have a bad time. If you go into this wanting the story about a gamer becoming a professional racer, it's fucking tight. This movie is fucking tight, yeah. dude. Like, <laughs> this movie is so much fun. Orlando but Bloom, I could have fucking taken so it like, leaving on, but... <laughs> it's, like, it's like, it's a bad biopic, but it's also, uh, like, if you're going in for, as a Gran Turismo fan, you're like... This fucking sucks too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like, it's not a good video yeah, game to movie. Yeah, it's not a good video game movie either. So, like, I guess it's just identity. I, I think that's my whole rant earlier about the top level. I think it's just identity. Like, where yes. does yes. is this film 
like getting its identity from like why what does it want to be and is that stated clearly because some and it's not some, it's it, definitely it, not it, it's not at all because sometimes it feels like oh this is like a it's supposed to be like a video game movie a movie about gran turismo especially during the first act they literally have a whole thing where it's like uh the guy who created gran turismo wanted to make the most realistic it is not even the actual guy dude it's not even the actual guy <laughs> yeah do you know i know i like i said i totally fucking get it man i totally get it and i was like i was kind of like giggling under my breath because i was like watching this story unfold and i was like giggling at moments where i was like there's no way that's fucking real there's no way that's fucking yeah. right dude like no there's no goddamn way right but it's all the bombastic shit that actually turned yeah. out to be pretty true. Like there yeah. was a super fucked up car accident that happened that killed a, a, yeah. a, a viewer. It just happened two years after they show in the movie. Um, mm -hmm. There, there is like a dope ass fucking like a, Academy thing that they did where they had dope ass little fucking like driving sim like seats and yeah, shit. Like they had a whole line like that whole oh, thing whole, was whole like, fucking like, line, dude. Yeah, they, they. I was like, what the fuck? Like, there's no way. Like, yeah, no way. dude. Like, it's like, 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 like this is like some some uh, Ender's game type shit, dude. Like, <laughs> so fuck, so fucking cool, man. Like, they're like, yeah. I I don't know, man. I just love a good fucking sports movie. I have a soft spot for good sports movies, and this is one of them. I just kind of wish that they would have marketed as such. It, like like you said, if they would have just... I feel like the, this movie would be getting fucking high scores left and fucking right. If they would have just said it inspired by the real life story, right? And just changed yeah. Yan's name to like Stephen Someone McQueen. Else. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah. Some... Like, it, like, that's what I was saying. Like, if they just leaned into one or the other... I feel right, like right. both, like it, it would make a better experience for just the viewers, and like it would be better with marketing. Like I feel like it'd be easier. Like you know, if it, it would have been easier, it would have been a lot easier yeah, to market like, if they would. Now you got now the fucking marketing team has to be like, it's not a true story, but it's the title's based on a true story. So yeah, like, what do we yeah. Do? And see, and the, and this drives to the point that I was making earlier is that like for for all of you at home. You need to get more used to not taking the based on a true story thing too seriously, because every single movie dramatizes a true story thing. Right. And I wanted to drive it home, too, because last night um, I, I you know, got done with the roast of Xander, uh, which you guys can check out on YouTube now. Um, me, me and uh, Garrett got a chance to just fucking cook. Xander is great. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> just spank that little ass. Uh I after we got done with that, we went and watched this movie on HBO Max called Reality, um, which was a like HBO Max original movie about the girl who uh, leaked the findings that proved that there was Russian collusion during the Trump uh, election. Oh. Um, and the girl that like found the information about it and sent it to uh, news media, news outlet for them to be able to produce the, the piece about it. And that's when everybody found out, Oh fuck, Russia was involved in this. Um, whether p people believe that's true or not, that's entirely up to yeah. you. Fuck you conservatives. Uh, <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that movie was sort of, it, it's hard to explain. They sort of like, they had like audio recordings of what actually happened. And they have like moments throughout the movie where they like 
take a picture of you know the main character and then the actual picture they took of her pops up on the screen uh things like that that happen in it mm-hmm. but the entire time I'm watching it, i'm like i highly doubt that this played out the ways that they're saying that it did right i highly doubt yeah. that fbi agent was black i highly doubt that like they you know mm-hmm. got everything exactly the way that it was supposed to be right i mean like we 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 see all sorts of based on a true story movies and i fucking highly doubt that they play out exactly the way the actual events do so be careful guys be careful out there don't 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 you know swallow your food before you've chewed it if you will uh just just be careful um with that said i i do genuinely enjoy this movie like i said earlier david harbour is a goddamn king dude he's he, so he's good in this so film. fucking when when you give david harbour the availability to just do what david harbour fucking does he will carry an entire piece of content for you an entire movie, an entire show. Like, obviously, we know him. Most people know him from Stranger Things. Um, may also know him from Black Widow as the Red Guardian. Um, everything he's in is goddamn gold. I and Archie, I, Archie, the main character, does really well too, dude. Like for being a kid, that, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything else. Like, I don't think so either. Like, I don't like here. I'll, I'll even I'll click his little profile person so he was in oh he's in midsomar okay so he's like one he's one of the friends in midsomar fucking hate mm. that movie uh, <laughs> he's in a couple of recent things he's in, he was, people, yeah. he's in the apple tv show c that we were talking about a couple weeks ago um uh, and he's yeah. in the the new movie with uh gal gadot the zionist um heart of stone <laughs> i want to make sure i say the zionist because you know we gotta gotta keep yeah. it real around here <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like he he does incredibly well in this um i wish they would have given uh jaman hansu more screen time because he's like easily the second best actor in this fucking movie uh if yeah, not and the he first just pops in like once or twice like yeah he's maybe in this movie like three times and he kills it all three times he kills it in 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 <laughs> like two and three the one is right, like, right. you know, okay, yeah. It's well, like, and, you know, and I feel like the, fir- the first one's okay because the writing around the first Dude, the one's first okay. Act like the first is so bad. I just you gotta admit it, it that is, first it is, it is, is very It is pretty <laughs> bad, dude. <laughs> you either figure it out or you're going to work here like me. And he's like, <laughs> and he's just like, <laughs> bye, good luck. <laughs> just like, like, I, was, I was like, stop. You're at the dinner dude. table, it's like, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> Dude, it was God. It was it was so poorly written. But the second and third act were dope enough to make up for things dope for me. Um, so it, it's you know I'm I'm fucking here for this movie, man. Like y- y'all are gonna hear me ranting about this shit for a minute because I I genuinely had a fucking good time with this. Um, I guess we can you know kind of get in into things now. Uh, we don't need to beat a yeah. dead horse or anything. So DJ, my boy, uh, should people see this right away? And what is your final rating for this movie? Um. I think you should, if you are a fan of Gran Turismo or just racing and cars, um, don't go see this right away. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would suggest you wait until it comes on the streaming platforms if it ever does. Um, because, I mean, it's a good watch, but not not to go out to see to watch you know what i mean like i i wouldn't take time out of my day to go watch it again 
if uh you know um but if you're a fan of sports movies like Ernell and you like a good sports movie plot with some good really good uh intense moments and uh some really stellar performances from david harbour and archie then uh yeah then you should i feel like you you know it, it wouldn't it wouldn't be a, a full-on waste of your time um there are a lot of things that like the first act some of the writing choices the first act most, feels like most of the act. writing choices of the first act. most of the writing choices it, it but like the first in like and the first part of the second act and the first act is just a basically like a playstation and and nissan ad um so it it just feels like like a a, a a YouTube movie, you know what I mean? Like someone, someone, like a YouTuber who somehow got a little bit of money, started ma- like made like a hour and a half, you know, movie. That's what it feels like. Here, here's you know, the, deal, the production though. values. Like. And I, I hate I hate to interrupt you in the middle of your in, of your final yeah. notes here. Uh, yeah, but I I gotta push back on this a little bit. Okay, how okay. do you do this movie without it being a Nissan and PlayStation ad? You know what I mean? It, okay, how how it, do you it's, do that? It's, like, not, it's not that. It's just the way it's presented. You know, I a good ad will make you forget that it's an ad. You know what I mean? Like, okay, that's it, that's a fair art. I mean, like, like I, I guess I guess my it, argument just, really is like he. It's not like Orlando it, not Bloom that, was in it. <laughs> it's not. I don't care that the ad is in it. Like, I get it. Like, you get your money. Like, it's supposed to. It's it's funded by Sony, PlayStation, yeah, right, and right, 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 right. Like, I understand that, but it's just, like, the blatant, like, look, it's a PlayStation. Like, it's it's a they, Nissan. I mean, they don't GTA. do that, like, it's, though. It's not like Orlando <laughs> Bloom was over here, like, I work for Nissan. Like, they don't they do not do that. It just, like, I mean, it just so like, happens there's a PlayStation like logo a, on the car. And like, like, I, no, I get that. I'm just saying, like, some of the writing choices was, like, it felt so too on the nose you know what i mean like it felt too sure, sure sales sure. pitchy like you know what i mean <laughs> like there's some lines where i'm like okay dude like calm down like, <laughs> yeah. like it, it, it felt like the world was built around the products instead of the products just being in the world if that makes sense like if it's it's just it's like you know the yeah of course sony is there playstation is there like but the right. characters don't act like it's just been there or if that's the the only thing you know that it's like a surprise it's like a oh wow like you know what i mean like it's a Cause it, cause it's like it, a spectacular it, thing i guess my argument you really know? is that like it, it sort of felt like it felt like the the ad stuff was was a plot point because he even says like we're trying to get more buyers for Nissan, like that's the entire reason that they're doing this. And so like, yeah, it, uh, but it, like that makes sense for his character. But I'm saying like the other characters that have no ties to any corporation sure, that just kind of sure, be like, you know, sure. like it's. I'm I like, love my okay, PlayStation. You know, I, get it. <laughs> <laughs> I play Gran Turismo on my PlayStation. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, dude. I, I, like even. Uh, 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 I forgot his name already. Uh, the dad. He's like, I, oh, I don't get mom, this yeah. console PlayStations. <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> I don't get, I don't get this PlayStation shit, man. Like during that scene, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll put in the dialogue, dude. Anyways, DJ, continue on. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Uh, sorry for that tangent, uh, viewers. But uh, it, like I said, it, if you're a fan of sports movies, like or no, and I, I, I. I was shitting on this movie, but I, I genuinely 
enjoy the the second half of this film. Like genuinely, yeah. it is actually a really good movie. It's just it does not win you over in the first act at all. It does not. It it will it will feel like you're wasting your time. You're like, there's no way this movie is gonna get good. There's no way, but it does. And then yeah. eventually, it just you sink into your seat and you're like, you're invested. So that's why I'm I'm hesitant on saying like you should go see it because sometimes that first half could easily just turn you your your you off to the rest of the film. You, yeah. I yeah. would either go to sleep or walk out, right? If it if there wasn't like certain elements like some of the the this, the acting the scenes and the cinematography of the second act that really carry it uh to, to all the way to the end to the finish line, you know what I mean? Right. This movie's limping through the first half of the film, and then all of a sudden it starts fucking sprinting like it's Usain Bolt towards the finish line, dude. Spectacular towards the end. So I would wait until. Uh, it hits streaming services because it's a good watch, uh, you know, with your friends or something. If you're into that or like your partner, uh, it's a good watch just to have one night. Um, it's emotional. It's raw in some cases, like in, in terms of like the delivery and like some of these really hard hitting scenes. Um, and it it's cool. It's a cool sports movie. Um, All right, I would man. give this a... We'll give this. I'm gonna give it a seven. We'll give it right, a seven. All right, keep it safe. I like it. I like. Yeah. It. <laughs> uh, guys, Garrick's official rating on this movie was a six point five. Um, he was Valid. not quite as happy. I mean, six six point five is still pretty good. Like that's for, for Garrick. For... I feel like that's uh, in the in the sense. I feel like that's pretty good for. For this movie and like who he is and what, right, how he thinks right, about right, movies, right. yeah, like, I feel yeah. like that's pretty. It's it's good, but it's it's like you know, there's stuff that he does not I just, like. I I wish I wish he was would have been able to be here to like explain more in depth because I I can see him having some takes here, but I can also see him I feel like, like he likes struggling. the movie too. Like he he would agree with us like towards the the like how we feel about some of the scenes because right. I feel like he he was probably like pleasantly surprised. At some of the acting and the cinematography towards right. the second half. Right, right. Um, yeah, I just like for for me, I struggled with this movie a lot. Like before it came out, like you guys remember me mm -hmm. mentioning, like I was like, dude, this this movie's gonna dude, be so bad. It's, it's gonna, gonna be so suck. fucking dumb. like these trailers are <laughs> fucking. Like if I have to hear, it's I've so played, bad. I've raced this a thousand times. I'm gonna fucking off myself, <laughs> dude. Like I'm dad, so I raced this track. A thousand, a thousand times. I know the race line. <laughs> I know. Like, uh, <laughs> it's so fucking god. Dude. And it, it's it's it. The trailers did this movie so much injustice because like a majority of the trailers are first act shit. Like a majority of it is like shit from the yes. first act, and so like that totally fucking like ruins like the, any good hope that you would have. I'm telling you, it's, a, you, be it's good. like a YouTube free movie, like. <laughs> Like fucking the first half. awful, man. Like it's so terrible. But then you watch it, and I was kind of like, "Oh fuck!" Like I actually kind of give a shit about what's happening right now, and like and the, and like that made me feel so much better. So yeah, like I don't, I don't particularly think that you guys need to be like scrambling to watch this right away in theaters. Um, you definitely can can wait for this. It's it's a sports movie. You don't necessarily have to see those right away. Um, there's no there's no real conversation to be had around movies like that. 
Um, and this is no exception to that rule. Uh, so no, I, I don't think you particularly need to see it right away. If you are into racing stuff, I would say that seeing it on the big screen uh, might do something for you um, because the ra- the ra- the action set pieces in this, the racing set pieces in this are fucking phenomenal. Um, like they, they do a really, really fucking good job of finding little tiny ways to make you feel the impact of everything like up the ante a little bit um you feel the stakes every single race that they have in this and there's a fucking plethora of them it's not like they had like one race with like a bunch of different montages and shit like they do a series of races and they like there there's a good like three or four that are like impactful important parts of the story um and they do an incredible job of like putting those together and make them believable um so yeah i mean if you're into racing stuff maybe see this in theaters it's it's a cool experience that way i was a little bit bummed that i didn't see this in d-box i i felt like this would have been a really good I, I, movie. I can't i couldn't see it in imax my theater did not offer it in imax oh man yeah it was it was cool in imax that sound design man that sound design Dude, my, <laughs> my, the the theater i was in was auditorium six the proportions of the screen were wrong like it was slightly it was slightly uh shortened at the top and at the bottom so like like there there was one moment where like uh there was a shot where you know like they ping like what his position is mm. on the track like they freeze frame and they ping right. his position right it got cut off like the it got cut off like right here <laughs> like like you see where my camera is like yeah like i just saw the, the tip of it like right here yeah and oh, i'm like that's bad dude that's bad yeah. that's they why did... i was like my my so my experience was was pretty bad i wish i could saw see it in imax because it would have it would have probably bump my score maybe like a 0.5 a little bit higher but oh man yeah no that's 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 a bummer yeah yeah you, you definitely missed out on a good experience there well if you have a better setup at home like it it's i i think it would be worth yeah at least skipping the first like half of the movie just get to the juicy stuff just so you can see how yeah. cool those fucking scenes are yeah just get that. to the gt academy stuff and then and then it's like free it's and then it's cool. really like, good from there there's a cool like little montage thing that they do during the gt academy shit like that's fun that's all fun all in good fun mm-hmm. so like i i feel like that's okay um but yeah so in in you know summary here i i my my final rating of this movie is going to be an 8.5 um wow an yeah. 8.5 8.5 I, I, I thought you were gonna go for just an eight but or yeah. you know eight, uh, 8.5 man i good. i had a good time with this dude like i had a really really good mm-hmm. time with this movie i left i left the movie thinking fucking wow i thought that mm-hmm. this was gonna be fucking dog shit like i thought this was gonna be like watching fucking oh yeah Teen so Wolf. Your, your standards were in the ground my like, standards were ground. beneath the fucking dirt dude and i <laughs> i walked out of that being pleasantly fucking surprised that this was a decent movie like and so like yeah. like now granted it's not in my top like five so to speak like barbie is yeah. a better movie than this for sure oh yeah which for is sure. why i'm not giving this a nine out of ten i i would be doing myself an injustice by doing so um but i also feel that this movie deserves a little bit more than what people are going to be giving it um mm-hmm. and so 8.5 feels right for me because of my enjoyment yeah. with it and walking out of it feeling pretty damn good about this movie like like we said archie david and jamon they kill it yeah. They fucking carry this movie like no how, goddamn other, dude. 
believe he said nothing about Orlando Blue. I mean, <laughs> he's not it's that great in this, man. Like, he sucked in this. He's like, not that great in this. At some points, I just forgot that that's Orlando Bloom because it's just like, literally, you know, because he just, he's so bad. So, dude, it's it's funny because, like, one of, one of my, like, least favorite things that he does, and I didn't realize that this is a thing that he does outside of Lord of the Rings. So there's there's this little lip thing that he does. Where he yeah. like he oh, said he says something and he goes that like he he like accentuates it with his lips back and I thought it was just in Lord of the Rings because they all had to learn uh, you know various languages and his mm-hmm. language being Elven one of the Elven languages uh, I thought that it was just like the way that he was saying per, like enunciating the like the L's and the T's in that language yeah um, and I realized in Pirates of the Caribbean. It's not. It's a it's a thing that he does. And he does it so it, much in this movie. It makes it look like he's dubbed over. Literally. Like he does <laughs> it, it I was like, so like, much this in this movie. It feels like a foreign film that they had like some like one random white guy. Like you know what I mean? And they dub him over. He, <laughs> like he I don't he he kind of just feels like this eccentric like doesn't need to be there ass fucking character. That is literally just there because of like the story involved. There's a thing. scene yeah. where they, they 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 take him out. Like like he runs up to David Harbour's like little station, and he puts on the headphones, and he's like, it's like what what's going like, and then and everyone's like, like, no, like the, no, the tech, get, get back. Like that's how I feel about the film. Like you don't need to be here, man. Like this, like stay over they there. Literally could have casted anybody for this Anyone role. Else. Anybody, anybody for this else. fucking role, like. Th- any other actor in this movie could have played that role. Like, because <laughs> I would say, if have you ever uh, did you see the movie like the, the Tetris movie, like the guy like going to sell like Tetris to like no Nintendo? no I did not I, I I did see a like three minute scene of it and it I it's uh like if. Ed- Edgerton yeah. is is, sell- is yeah. selling Tetris, right? I, I saw the scene yeah. where he like goes to talk to the CEO of Nintendo, and then he comes yeah. back to explain to his boss why he needs money. It, that's that's the scene that I saw. Like in the first act, like that's what it felt like. Orlando Bloom's character was about to do. You know what I mean? Right. Like that. Like him pulling up to Nissan and doing the marketing thing. I thought like that gave me the impression of like, oh, okay, maybe his character is gonna be like this. This the, the, his plot of his characters to like sell to nissan like let's right, get right, this right. gt racing thing going on and but it just, it doesn't formulate they just like, give it to them characters, <laughs> they just nothing nothing formulate like the uh the lamborghini asshole um the right. kappa guy yeah, yeah yeah fuck that dude there's like he's he's supposed to be an antagonist but he barely shows up and then like he, there's no arc to his character at all. Like he's there's just a, a point dick where, front to yeah, back. No, he's a, because like, more of an arc like, for the bad guy at the academy than they do the bad guy yes, in the movie. Because like, <laughs> like, like the Kappa guy, like uh, in the first, the first time he's an asshole. Like they have that little scuffle. Archie's character or Jan like goes up. To yeah, him, the you could kill yeah. me, bro. We could have killed me. You could kill. And then like you see on the Kappa dude's face, like uh, like he's actually concerned right you know like like the words actually i'm like so okay i'm like so wait maybe this guy will will change you know nope like maybe (laughs) this is his art for the next scene he's in like it just starts being a dickhead. Like he pretty again. much does like, it again, dude. He does it again, man. (laughs) (laughs) They're like fuck this guy in the Audi we don't see him. We see like him in his helmet in the car and that's it. (laughs) 
but like they made it a point to point him out. Like the, that's the, like the German guy, the German guy. Yeah, yeah, dude. All he does is say fuck and shit. <laughs> like that's all he does. You're right. Like yeah, go. Well, like, he's like fuck, fucking gamers. Like he says, he says that. Game, that's it. That's all he's there for. Oh, dude, man, it's it's fucking good. Well, guys, that means that our final rating on this movie is going to be a seven point five uh, from Good Crack in here. And uh, man, I'm happy. I'm happy for that. I can I can bow down mm. to a seven five for this. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can, seven I five is, is. I think I think that's like. A great score for this film. Yeah. It's like it, yeah. It, it teeters between 7 and 7.5. I don't think it goes higher than that for me. <laughs> for you, it does. <laughs> fair, I know that for sure. Fair, I don't fair. think it goes for, higher. For, for, yeah, for me, it goes higher just because like, I, I enjoy the formula of sports movies. So, like, that, like I've yeah. got, yeah, that, that, that worked just fine for me. I can, I can deal with that. I also mm-hmm. recognize that there's some problems in this, um, yeah. obviously. Uh, so, so, like, I, I'm willing to, to say yes. Since, I just hate that it's in the title. Like if it wasn't in the title, I wouldn't give it so much shit. Like, <laughs> well, you guys at home can decide for yourselves if that's uh, a sin or a saint for for this film. Uh, in the meantime, though, we can talk about our schedule for next week. Um, so Tuesday, we are doing our official MCU Phase Two rankings, um, along with with our MCU rankings. Generally speaking, that's 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, next Thursday, we have another episode of the Shipwreck Show live recording uh, that you guys can be a part of. Next mm-hmm. Friday, and we're still working out some of the details on this of how we're going to like pull this off with how busy the week is. I might not be able to be on another Shipwreck episode, uh, but we'll figure it out. Um, because after the last episode, I might need to be. Hmm. <laughs> anyways next friday tentatively we're gonna have another ocean shrine story time where i will be playing starfield um and i'll see if maybe one of you guys might want to join me but we're, we're again we're still working out the logistics mostly because on saturday uh we plan on doing a good cracking podcast with our official spoiler free review of the equalizer three um it's gonna be a fun one because all of us are fans of this franchise. The Equalizer mm-hmm. is great. Um, and our king, Denzel Washington, is even greater in everything he fucking does. Everything. I love this man. Now you go and tell that boy. <laughs> I fucking, I love, I love him and fucking everything, man. Dude, I love his, uh, the lip quiver is like his signature, dude. <laughs> now don't, now what are you fucking doing? fucking love i love that man so goddamn much dude anyways uh guys please let us know your thoughts on the gran turismo uh movie based on true story uh sorry Uh (laughs) uh let us know if you're excited to see a true story yeah based based on a review based on a story about a story that's based on the video game Mm -hmm. uh uh, let us know your thoughts if you're uh excited about seeing it let us know if you don't want to see it we want to hear from you guys all over the place. Check it out on Discord. Let us hear from you on Twitter. Tell us on Instagram comments. All the good things. Um, anyways, this has been the Good Kraken Podcast. Your choice for all the nerdy video game and pop media news, reviews, and discussions that you wanted to hear. Live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. and Saturdays at 12 p.m. Right here at twitch.tv slash If you enjoyed the show, you can head on over to our Discord channel where you can submit questions and topics of the show, uh, get exclusive post-show content, and have early access to episodes before 
go live on podcasts and video services across the digital sea. Yarr. Thank you, DJ. You can also support us by going to our YouTube channel, clicking that beautiful bell and big red button, or by subscribing to our podcast channel by searching Good Kraken with an exclamation mark and leaving a review there. We have to get going, everybody. But until next time, my friends, I've raced this track a thousand times. <laughs> Imagine you call your mom after getting the job opportunity of a lifetime. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this. Awesome. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>